Hi guys, how are you? I have to say my mood is absolutely buzzing right now. Hi lovelies, welcome to Behind the Yellow Door podcast. I'm your host, Santa Zagaro. I'm the money mentor who is obsessed with all things financial well-being and our well-being in general. I frankly share the lifestyle behind the budget. And I love the idea of us being educated by having casual discussions that can help us in all areas of our life. Now, let's dive in. Summer used to be my favorite season, but spring is. I think it's because... It feels like the dawn. It feels like a new year. After a dark winter, spring really is my January, if that makes sense. The later evenings, I feel like I'm an outdoor person. Even if it means that I'm not outdoor, I like being outside. I like being in the garden, pottering around. You know, I'm sure a lot of you be listening to this and you're going for your walks and, you know, you're on the beach or you're hiking or you're pottering around like me in the garden that's where I listen to a lot of podcasts to be honest with you but I feel like spring is regrowth it's all the things that we've learned throughout the winter and last year we're applying it now and I just think like it's a new season and you know it got me thinking of my mom my mom is very green fingered and a lot of the times I would say to her oh you copy me and we'll laugh because it's weird how I am so like her. The older I get, I love planting. I love having plants in the house. I love how it makes me feel to be growing things. And obviously I'm looking at pottering around the garden and these are some of the conversations that we're having. This is something that we're really um, alike with. And it, it wasn't something that was always there, but it was kind of always there. And, you know, in my book, The Money Mentor, I talk about your environment and how it sets a precedent of, who you are and how you view money and I think that's the the case for if you look at any topic your environment really sets you up you're you're a sponge when you come into this world you want to learn and before you know anything about the set about yourself your circumstances where you live um it's almost been given to you yeah I, I think I was listening I can't remember who I was listening to but we're almost being given our roles in life and sometimes it's really unfortunate and sometimes it's really positive but our money behavior and our understanding around money it really does come from our our environment whether it be you know school heavy or your home life heavy or your friends life heavy somebody is telling you how you should be and whether you like it or not maybe it's the music you're listening to I was thinking like you know there's a rapper called Tiny Temper and he had this song from Miami to Ibiza and the first the the whole song is name dropping brand names and I was like of course I loved me brand names because I couldn't help like that song was so catchy he was like she he drives a black t a black tt i drive a black bm i don't even know i can't remember because i can't remember words but you know and we can film it on up on my jvc you know like it was like everything a black b a bmw like 
blackberry phone i was like was he getting paid to be saying all these names and i'm like we don't even realize where these influences are coming from it's nuts but um this is nothing about what i'm i don't even know where i'm going with this but i'm gonna be talking to you about more about my journey where i'm coming because i want to be you know really constructive in who is influencing me right now and my next step is like I'm going for financial independence you might have heard about fire which is a whole movement and I'm not gonna say I'm knee deep in it but I'm loosely being guided by it and I love it for the fact of it's making me think a different way about my life it's made me think a different way about my life so what is fire fire stands for financial independence retire early and it's a whole movement um by millennials and you know there's points of it where i think it it could get a little bit uh too frugal and i think that if you have a ch- if i have a choice like a lot of the things that i do i don't really have a choice right now but i am building my whole my game plan is in the next 5 years i'm building a life that when i look back at my you know my money calendar at my 6 months bank statements which is something that i think you should be doing more often than not at least once a year have a check in have a money nct see what's going on with your finances does that reflect the person that you are right now? I've looked back and I'm like, no, not quite, you know, and that's okay. But when the first time I did it, it was no, never. <laughs> like, this is not me. This is total chaos. This is a mess. This is Amazon shopping. This is, this is not the life. This is not a status on paper. This is not a status I want to see on paper. And I think that's where I always talk when it comes to money. It's really understanding your emotion and the life that you want to leave does that reflect on your spending and your income and that's where fire really um really hits me and I've been on a lull the last while because I've just been sometimes you can be given advice and you've no time to be actually following it yourself and I felt a little bit out of step but I've been I think I said it on my YouTube cash stuffing videos on the Caribbean dog I've said it quite a lot where I've said like I have been reading my own book. I have been having a total reset, reading the all finance books that had me started where some bits I didn't understand at the time. It's now a time for refreshing. And that's why spring is such a good time to just go. It's our new year. It's our financial new year. But I kind of say that every month. You'll see that. But spring really is for me. I really feel like that is like fresh thought, fresh thinking. Um I hate to be the kind of person who's stuck in a rut. I'm going back. I'm listening to Dave Ramsey. I'm like, no, I don't like that. I'm not going to take that, but I'm going to take this. I need, I like that mindset. I'm going to go with it here. Um, And I think the fire movement, my goal really is to be financial independent. The, the latter part is retire early. And I think a lot of people get a bit confused. And sometimes I feel like people are so, I don't know, we're so always looking for fault in things and I was that person I was like retire early but these people aren't retiring they're on YouTube making money telling me telling me do this do that they're not retired because we always think retiring is on a Caribbean island doing nothing but what retirement what, what retire early for me is actually financial freedom the choice to do 
whatever you want. Financial wellness is creating that plan. That's what I'm in right now. Creating the plan, creating awareness until I get to the point of thriving, which is my financial well-being, which is where I now have the tools to protect all of this that's happening that I've been planning for that whole time. And I think that's what, um, for me, the retire early is the point. People are making YouTube video because they want to. They don't have to be in a job sitting next to whoever that they don't, you know, are working their butts off and not being able to really benefit from it. So that's one thing I feel that I love with fire. But let's go into it. Basically, what it wants you to do is you're going to be saving like 30 times your income, which is a lot, guys. Like I'm literally going, what? But it's also making me say, change my mindset. Why can't I do that? I don't care if I'm on a low income. I don't care if I'm a freelancer. Why can't I do that? I need to get into the mindset of looking at what I'm doing and thinking what I can be doing better. Reduce your expenses. That to a certain point I have, but now I'm at the point where I don't want to go any lower. I want to reduce my expenses to the point where I'm happy with what I'm spending money on. I don't want to reduce to the point where I'm living in frugality to the point of, you know, it's almost a bit of poverty porn, you know, like it's almost like I want to see how the other side live. I don't want to do that. I don't want that for my children, but I do want us to respect the money that we're earning. So I think that there's a fine balance there. There was a point where I was in poverty and I didn't have a choice, you know, there was no no choice in reducing my spend and I had to because I needed to be putting the money so I could have food on my table. And that's a really different scenario. And I think even if you have a goal where you're trying to get a mortgage or, you know, like what I'm trying to do now, like where my mortgage so high, I have to be looking at, you know, which is another rule in FIRE, you know, you need to be looking at increasing your income. I think FIRE is really good for motivating you in that sense. So you save your 25 times your annual income, but you need to know what your FIRE number is, what it takes for you to be able to retire, what you need to be living on. And I think, I know I'm going to contradict myself a little bit here, but I think that when you do reduce your income just a little bit, it kind of, when you reduce, sorry, not your income, when you do reduce your expenses, just, you know, to see how low you can go for a minute, it kind of tells you, it gives you that little excitement and that outlook of what do I actually need to be happy to live, to live a satisfied life, um, to do the things that I want to do, that I want to do. Um, I did that to a certain point. I know that I don't need to buy everything I, I see. I don't need to have a wardrobe full of just so much stuff all the time. I like a wardrobe full of stuff that is sustainable, makes me happy when I'm wearing it. I'm showing up. I'm feeling good. And this is me in the next phase, guys. So I think that when you're finding your fire number, it's basically known how much you need. Also, it tells you a lot about investing. It makes you get an interest. It's like, oh, 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 I need to learn about this investing thing. And for me, even doing this podcast, like like I said, this is you coming in and I'm having a chat around the kitchen table. We're talking about this. You're behind my door. Uh, we're talking about these things. And it's making me go, okay, I need to talk to somebody about investing. 
I need to learn a bit more about that. Where do I start? What do I do? I would have never thought like that if I was just thinking about budgeting. Now I'm looking at 20 years down the line, um, which I never did before. I never thought I needed a pension. I, ne- I just didn't think about these things. I was young, YOLO, living the best life. Now I'm thinking about my financial independence. And I was like, I don't want to be worrying about that in 20 years. I don't want to be worrying about that in 30 years. But now I need to learn and get a bit of literacy. And I need to delve in and understand why I need to do that. I know a lot of people in the fire movement are all about extreme frugality, but that's because they're trying to get to financial independence really early. And I get that. But for me, I just don't think it's sustainable with my life and life I want to give my kids. I want to travel. I want to see the world. And I think that's a, a worthy expense now. I want to do it while I'm young enough and they're young enough that, you know, they're educating and they're being educated and in a real life way by how different people live. You know, people, but I do understand it. People don't want to retire in God knows what, 85, 95 and having to retire. I think this is where you're taking, like fire encourages you to take it take take your life into your own hand you know steer your own ship I want to retire when I'm 60 that's because it's your choice and I think what's cool is you can start at any point if you're 60 now you could say I want to do this in five years or I don't want to do this in five years and you could retire early in the sense where you're retiring from this job but you can start a whole new you can start a podcast I follow this lovely lady and I think like she's only 55 and um she's in London and she's just doing things you see like our friendship groups and I think that like for watching her I'm like god I'm I'm, I'm stuck in the mud I'm, I'm 39 and I don't want to do nothing <laughs> and she's like dad such a full life and it's really after influencing me I'm gonna see if I can remember who she is I know I subscribe to her so I haven't seen her in a while she was kind of a lockdown binge I will actually, I'm going to put her in the show notes down here um, below so you can see that, remind myself of this one. I think as well, it, it makes me question like, what does financial independence mean to me? What do I want from it? Um, How hard do I want to go? I want to learn about investments. I like the idea of the 4% rule that you invest so much that you can just literally withdraw 4% of your investments every single year. Um, and the rest of it is still compounding because we know about com- compound interest where your interest is going back into your investment. So you're making money on your own money, which is just deadly. Um, and it's making me look at all these things um, and what I want to do and what I want to do within my budgeting journey and my financial wellness journey. Maximize income. I can tell you that now, guys, my foot has been off the pedal when it comes to, you know, the fire journey, because I'm not that I, I wouldn't. It's just not my personality to be so intense in it, in a sense where it's like I can't breathe, like I said before. But with regards to income, there's no way I would have written a book. There's no way I would have done a TV show. There wouldn't. There's no way I would have done YouTube if this wasn't on the back of my mind. And I think one of the early premises of financial independence is you doing your budget, you knowing your expenses, you having a financial plan of some sort of where you're seeing you're going. But then fire on top of that is just making you, you know, really plan hard. The planning in this is so hardcore. 
And I guess like with everything, it's not advice. It's like, this is what I'm doing, but I really feel like you need to, some of the sacrifices that I've made the last two years, I can see that they have literally like the fact that I'm staying up late, trying to do research, trying to understand, you know, finances and personal finances. It's led to me showing a book. And I think that like the money mentor, it's not just about me going, okay, this is my journey. It's like, this is what I'm learning. And it's almost encouraging people to go, this is what you can learn to start here. And then God knows, I want you to be telling me what you're doing after this. And that's what I really love. And it's ultimately like fire has ultimately made me think I can sacrifice this and right now but it means that as long as I am keeping within my values and I'm aligning my spending and my income with my values that sacrifice is worthwhile so I might not bring my kids you know out eating every time but I'm teaching them how to cook once a week we cook once a week we be we bake together and they're learning life skills that that we should all know, but they're learning this at five and six. They're learning about, you know, giving back. My son sees me doing the cash stuff and now he thinks I'm rich, but <laughs> I'm like, no, but he also knows that we can't just go to McDonald's every day. We can't just go to Smith's every week. We can't just go and buy toys. We buy it for our special occasions and we save for it. And he understands that mommy's just not saving for the sake of saving. Mommy just can't get a house. Mommy saves for it. And that's why we can't do all these mad things but we do other things that other people don't do and we're smiling and we're laughing and we're very connected in that sense so and it's 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 I feel like the things that I'm doing now whether I have loads of money and my income is higher I don't think that it will change I'll still like nature I'll still like doing these things with my kids you know I probably want to do them more. So this month going into April and every April, I really want to accelerate my income because I feel like I've been asleep on it. It's something like I hate. I know people think, oh God, you're great at promoting. I do not like that. That's my weak point. I do not like promoting my book. I feel like I don't like promoting anything that I've done. Like I have cash envelope wallets with the envelopes and I have to remind myself, say that. Like it doesn't come natural and I, I want to be better at that because you work hard and you know you get people I remember somebody commenting and they were like well you know you're selling your book now and you're like you won't be and I was like but this is my business like why shouldn't I be selling this on my platform you know and it's, I'm starting to get into that mindset which is really beautiful but yeah my financial my fire journey is really starting and guys if this is something that you're interested in just know that what we don't know, we're going to find out. I'll be talking about the books we can read. I'll be having people that this is their field and they will be able to help me. That's one thing that I think I'm probably good at is being able to ask questions when I really don't know. Um, and sometimes I do get rather excited and I butt in, so I'm really sorry about that. But um, And I want to know how other people are doing it as well. So it's new spring, it's a new season, it's new dawn. It's time to look at the things that you class as weakness and strengthen them. It's time to really look at where your financial journey is going. Where are you right now? Does your money calendar, does that represent you? Is that what you want to be seeing? How can you change that? How can you tweak that a little bit? You know, and I think that's what I love about fire. I love that it's making me rethink like, and I'm looking at, 
Like, where do I, what's my net worth? You know, what do I, what, who do I owe? What am I worth financially? And how can I get better at that all the time? And I think that is something on the, the budgetmindsetclub.com. I will have a net worth calculator there. And it's something that you could be looking at all the time. So that's there. Um, it's for a small fee. It's never going to be anything mad because I really want people to buy it and start with it. So I think that is going to be something that's really good. I My fire journey is really coming back and I feel so pumped up. But I feel like there's savings everywhere. There's literally savings everywhere. There's a lot of things that I want to talk to you about. Um, but today it was just that I wanted you to be starting this new month really reflective and also progressive in the sense of now and like where are we going fire is a great thing financial independence is a great thing and you know i did that giveaway and i asked these guys what money means to you and so many people said freedom you know the the, the answers that were getting wasn't a new car a bmw and um, a blackberry the people even use an iphone a samsung an ipad it wasn't it was really practical it means that I can give my kids a good life, but I also feel that we have to back it up with a little bit of financial and education, a bit of financial literacy. And, um, you know, for me, the next podcast that you're going to be listening to is where are you right now? Are you budgeting? Are you planning ahead? Because life can hit you. You have an emergency fund. Life can hit you. And when it hits you, it hits you in the face full force, like a boxing match with David Hay or whoever it is. I don't even know who, who does boxing. It hits you full force in the face. And the next person I'm going to be talking to, this is exactly what happened. And you think that, you know, financial uh, wellness is not important for all the other pillar of wellness. When something hits you, it's almost more than important to make sure that you have your money right, that you don't have to think about that as well. And um, like I said, guys, when you're looking at your money calendar, when you're looking at the last six months, does those nights out, those random nights out that you can't remember or those random spends that you have lying around the house, packages unopened, you know, dresses in the wardrobe with your with your tag still on them. Does those really mean a lot to you? Does those reflect the life you want to be, live? Does those reflect the financial independence or the freedom or your financial well-being that you're working towards? If something goes wrong, will those help you? Will those give you the security that you want? I think um, new thinking, new season. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And I hope it makes you think. <laughs> I don't know. It makes me do anyway. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you at the next one peace and light thank you so much for tuning in to behind the yellow door podcast if you're interested in further information on the topics that we spoke about today please refer to the show notes don't forget to hit the follow button on this app to help us grow our podcast and reach more amazing people just like you Finally, I'd appreciate you leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening on and sharing the podcast with family and friends as it supports us to grow and reach new audiences. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Peace and light.